1: Hello, good evening and welcome to more than just a podcast.
2: You want me to say podcast, don't you? What? After after all the what I you... don't do it. No, I know. You do it. Alright then. Podcast. So, thank you.
1: Are we gonna explain bit,
2: are we gonna explain <sighs> why we've got no theme music or are you gonna add that at
1: the end? No, no. There is no theme music, people, because um This is possibly the first ever More Than Just a Podcast that has been recorded without any of the original members of More Than Just a Podcast being involved. It's an
2: out-of-town-of-free podcast. That's what you're getting at.
1: Well, I was just going to say, yeah, you're right there. All the Mockney boys are off doing what Mockney's doing this summer. Probably like nice holidays and stuff like that. And uh, just, just left us to the fault, is not it? This is like, I suppose, what would we be? The sugar babes of the podcast world Yeah, now? that's a great analogy. Like I do yeah. like that. <laughs> that's it. Cause, because none of the sugar babes were the original sugar babes, apparently, anyway. And then they, they chopped and changed. But obviously, uh, I, I don't know I don't know any of the names of the sugar babes. Uh, but, shall um, I have a go? You could have a oh, go. Oh,
2: could yeah? me. Shall I have a go? You there was there are, go one, on. Alicia Buchanan was one of them. Oh, right. Um, someone, one was called Heidi. She was a scarce girl. Right. Um, no, I thought I'd do better than that. I can't remember the rest.
1: <laughs> Muthia M- M- is a name. It? Da- Mütje. Mütje. Oh, it, it? could have been Muthia. Oh. flat. Yeah. With Baldur. Or... Yeah. Well, I don't know. She may have been. I Where only see her name... Wrote down, or is it written yeah, down? Yeah, I don't know. What about the, um? I was going to say the in orphaner then, uh, who, who married one of the... um? Uh,
2: you're crossing bands, you're thinking of a atomic kitten.
1: Oh, am I? Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. So, all right, she weren't in Sugar Babes then. All right, well, there you oh, are. You we are, are the now. Sugar Babes of the podcast world, people. None of us are original, though none of us are fake. Or Bony M. Like Bony M? They like a nicer placement now. Did I don't
2: th- th- yeah, I don't think I think Boney M have never stopped touring, but I don't think anyone out of Boney M's from Boney M.
1: I think I once saw the Drifters at the Circus Tavern and, and they
2: had no, no and yeah.
1: I don't think well Smoke Gets in Your Eyes was a song that they that I knew and they they were like a Walmart act or something it Was oh. it was a cabaret night and I'm thinking this song's from the fifties, aren't they all dead now? Um but then again that was, you know, who knows? But we digress, people. This is a West Ham podcast, not a sugar babes pop music fakery podcast. No. Uh, I am here, Shed Man, with my uh, best friend, well, with my good friend, I should say, uh, Lord Leonard of Canningtown. How are you doing? All right. Not bad. Very good, actually.
2: I'm getting busy. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit. um, uh, I've got to take some, try and find some way of taking time off from working at home. I'm not great at it. I'm not great at it at all. In fact, I, to, to give you a demonstration, um, I had a choice of either taking a little bit of um, a couple of afternoons off, but I worked through the weekend and a couple of afternoons Monday and Tuesday to do an animation that was 0.2 seconds long. It took me oh. 20 hours in total. Of course, I'll loop it but if you, it's, a, it's a crowd scene they're celebrating the goal. But, of course, if you add on how long the portraits took, it, it. that's another 100 hours. So in total, it took me 120 hours to um, do 0.2 seconds of animation. Which means I'm ready for the night house, really. Rather than, you know, oh, what should I do? Oh, I know, I've got to, I worked my arse off to get a bit of time. I'll just do some pointless, over-ambitious Animation. Great idea. So you caught me in a bad mood, which is great. Great for a podcast.
1: Well, this is content in the Sean Whetstone world, well, it no, is, isn't it? He'd be banging out an article, did you know? Oh, you know? Yeah. You know, I think of the clickbait headline.
2: Yeah. I wonder what he's yeah. doing at the moment. Do you think
1: he's in a fish restaurant somewhere? Do you think? Probably. Is he having pork loins, do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ain't been texting since that. No, I didn't comment on that. <laughs> There's one way to shut him up, wasn't it? He thought he'd be funny. Uh, he has been quiet, though, hasn't he? He has. Uh, I think a Greenpeace ship has been sighted off the needles, though. Oh, so right. I don't know if he's been seen it. in a wetsuit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. He's
2: got some source complaining about his. His, his character, isn't he? His
1: face is totally round. Yeah.
2: Totally round, it is. Yeah,
1: he's like a saucepan. Do you remember Button it Moon? It's he's exactly like that, anyway. like that. Mr. Spoon.
2: Yeah. It looks like the. the. the you remember the packets of moon dust you used to get? Oh, I used The to man love them. in the moon. Oh, great bit of popping candy. You should love it, yeah. Yeah. He looks like that. Whetstone's popping candy. Of course, he won't listen to this anyway because you know what he's like. Oh no! You'll
1: be desperate to listen.
2: You reckon we should yeah. have? You Did... should have? We should have done? You should have put sort of Facebook question times. Say what you like about Sean. We could have been here all night, though, couldn't we? Well,
1: to be fair, I have. You know, I have made reference that he's not here, and a few people have sort of celebrated.
2: Right. Okay.
1: Bring it so... on then. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what you know what what that will do. Of course, old Rhino Skin will just shrug his shoulders and go, "I don't care." Nah. You no, know. and it's true, he don't. And that, not... that, that madly is the, the mad it, thing about it. It is. It is. I, I got into a spat over people. Yeah, I know,
2: and in,
1: he don't care. Out. And as one bloke pointed out to me, I listened to the show, and then he did put in brackets to button me up, mainly to listen to you. And then he went, but Sean's admitted he don't care. Yeah. And he does it on purpose. And And actually... It, that was what stopped me arguing because yeah. I looked at it and thought, well, "Why am I defending help. a bloke who actually does sometimes do it just for a, a laugh?"
2: Wind up merchant, yeah,
1: just to do it, just you know. I suppose when you get that stick, it, it can bring that out in you, isn't it? I yeah. remember Mike Tyson's comment about he became a monster because America thought he was a monster, so yeah. he showed them what a monster was really like. Yeah, so. Um, perhaps he's, he's, he's he, you know, is a creation of what West Ham fans have made him. Still, anyway, he's not here this week, so who cares? Not us. Uh, anything happening else in your in your West Ham world, or is it just the nose to the grindstone or the, or, um, or the computer it, screen? And, and yeah,
2: out? I need to yeah, just nose to the grindstone. Need to rest my eyes a little bit. Eyes are stinging. I can't, I can, not i i am not, I think lockdowns the procedure's changed. So I'm not going out filming anyone at the moment, which is a shame. I could do with something like that, but I just have to be patient. What are you yeah. up to? How's the pies and stuff?
1: Uh, well, we, we got, uh, I took this weekend off yeah. and next weekend off. Um, So we took a couple of week, weekends off. I went to watch Back to the Future.
2: Oh, that's really weird. Yeah. You should say that because I, I, I took a little, uh, on the lunch break today, I always put a bit YouTube on and, and Russ's thing wasn't up there. And I saw this uh, little documentary about Back to the Future. Um, I love that film. It's a great film. Yeah.
1: Went to a drive-in cinema. Never done it before. Yeah. And um, do you know what? Despite the rain and the, the the trouble that brings when you've got like three adults sitting in a car watching a film, when you have to have the windows up, so it yeah. all steams up. So you have to unsteam it. I really enjoyed it, and I would do it again. You, you, you drive into the field, they give you a Bluetooth speaker and a free packet of popcorn, even though I'd already loaded up to be fair, uh, with wine gums and fruit pastels and popcorn. So, And then you got the speaker in the car that plays really good sound, and yeah. you sit and watch the film.
2: So this is a social distancing exercise, is it? Yeah. Well, ah. basically,
1: I think it started, yeah, this, this was probably the idea. They have a big truck with a giant screen on it. Yeah. And then you sit in your car and watch the film.
2: Ah. Was it the, the original one?
1: Yeah, the original one. Do you
2: know? And I didn't know this to the day. And everyone's going to go, you, 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 know that. Go on. But George McFly, the father, he was replaced in the, the next two, other than the um the footage that wasn't repeated in the next two where they go back to the future and see what happens yeah. already in fifty five. He was replaced by another actor with prosthetics on his face to look like him, which they got from the makeup department because when he came to booking the booking from, from the sequels, he wanted the same amount of money as Michael J. Fox even though Michael J. Fox was pretty much in it from start to finish. And they couldn't come to an agreement, so they replaced him with another actor with a prosthetic on his face that they'd taken from the makeup department. And this... this uh, the, 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 the actor's name is Crispin... Oh, I can't remember his surname. Brain's linked me down. He's still got the arse out about it today. Oh, he don't stop going on about it. He don't. Well, I just
1: thought that's just what he's like. I know that. We've done 10 minutes of our about West Ham. How about that? We, that's greed, yeah. though, isn't it? That's what happens. That's it, is, isn't it? I mean, he let's face him. it. He, he'd, he'd also been the team wolf. Michael J. Fox at Michael the time. Michael J. Fox, yeah. Big star. Big star. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah. Anyway, I went. To, I went to watch that at, at the weekend, Saturday, instead of doing pie mash. And uh, yeah, it was it was good to be off or off again this week. Not yeah. sure what I'm doing. I probably uh, really got to tidy my shed up as uh, as we've been chatting off here. Mm. It is an absolute tip at the moment. Mm. Um, I don't like it like this. So I've got to sort that out. Bits and pieces. Uh, I'm off work this week as well. But I mean, I'm not really paying attention much to West Ham. Well, there's a great link oh. though because you did mention uh, Russ Button uh, and my amaz Eleven, great YouTube channel. People, if you've not if you've seen it, that's good. If you haven't seen it, basically, it will talk to anyone as long as they're a West Ham fan or they've played for West Ham, and you pick your favorite West Ham Eleven, you can theme it. Um, on on anything you like the best, the worst international foreigners, Mockneys, Cockneys born in West Ham, like I did, uh, or or whatever you want. And it is always, you know, it's, it's an easy go to, to watch to be fair for me. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I know a couple of listeners have been on it, uh, (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to think of their names now. Lewis Erentrout, that's his name. Oh, uh, I haven't he, seen that one. No, he, he was on it. And he—and I've not watched it yet because, frankly, he did longer than me. Um, But uh, we, we, I'll, I'll have a watch of that later. But anyway, Russ coming up is going to be doing... Uh, he's joining up with the Irons Food Bank to try and raise £10,000 to support the Newham Food Bank and other local causes. So check out his, his his My Eleven YouTube channel or go onto the Irons uh, Google Iron Supporting Food Banks. I think they've got a website and they've got a just giving which is which we'll we'll give a plug to I'll put the link up on the Facebook group. But it's justgiving.com Crown Funding Iron Supporting Food Banks. So uh, with my mate John Batomsky. So if you give them a look up and I'm sure we'll hear about it. They're gonna—I think a few of the other social media people are going to be picking up and be part of it. I don't know if it's like the old telephone. Do you remember the old telephone? Yeah, name?
2: it does sound like it's going to be like
1: that. You know, they're going to have people coming on, sitting there answering the phone. You know, you you might get X answer the phone. You know, who knows? Who knows? So, but if you give that a shout, other West Ham news. You know. I, I must admit, I don't pay attention to...
2: We mute them, let's be honest. Yeah, come I... clean, we mute them all. <laughs> and we know nothing. <laughs> oh, we're it. the worst podcast host in the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're So all I can come up with is uh, apparently uh, Tottenham are after Diop, though I don't know how true that is. No, I don't know how true
2: that is.
1: I think the way I've seen it is that apparently Mourinho, which he did say, did thought Diop was a good find when Mourinho was at Man United, and now Mourinho's at Tottenham. People were looking at that. Yeah. Uh, Declan Rice to Chelsea seems to be just hanging around like a bad smell, even though I don't expect that to happen. Uh, one thing definitely happened. though. we've made a signing. Do you know who we've signed? We've made a signing. We've well, made a signing. West Ham United. They made a signing. West Ham United. They made Hang a signing.
2: Hang on a minute. Not a first team
1: signing. I didn't say that. this is the Sean Whetstone school of uh, headline. Yeah, headline line.
2: We've signed. uh, No, no idea
1: who we signed. We've signed. When I saw this, someone said Psychos joined the the uh, the the, 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 uh, backroom staff, and I'm thinking. I thought David Cross had retired. Oh, wouldn't that be great? But then obviously, they they weren't talking about the original Psycho. They were talking about Stuart Pearce. That's right.
2: That's that's it. He,
1: who apparently uh, David Sullivan blocked uh, from coming back uh, only six months ago, has has now made his peace with the board. Yeah. Good, Good to have him back, do you think? Or. Oh, I don't know much of his coaching abilities,
2: but I guess the more people we can have who know more about the club, the better, I suppose. Again, I, that was like a Stuart Pearce answer, really, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, <laughs> what, yeah. you, is that, what do you want me to say, kind of thing? Um, yeah, I think it's a good thing. Well, I just, I just like Stuart Pearce. I mean, I really give a. This is, I've comment. gone on the
1: the, uh, the 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 foremost West Ham website for news. Uh, no, not the West Hamway people. It's Claret and Hugh. Uh, cause they're well, both everyone away. talks about it, don't they? So it should well, be. That's it. So they basically... can't get better advertising than that. Instead of me putting a link up and getting you all to read it, I'm going to save you clicking on it and bypassing the adverts. I'll read it out to you. Psychos clear the air talks with the bold, An unoffensive article. But then again, uh, the headline's written by someone called Dave Langton, who's obviously new to the... Uh, New to the website. Stuart Pearce is back at West Ham, Dave says. The former England national has returned to David Moyes' staff working as a defensive coach. It marks his second spell in East London, even though East, Dave, should be with a capital E. Can I just point that out? You've put a capital for London, but East is also a capital E as a coach. I'm just giving the bloke grammar lessons. Yeah, Abin, But then again, it is current and use. So to be fair, the fact he spelt it right, we should all be pleased. Having uh, worked as Moy's assistant during his first tenure as manager. And The Guardian, he says, now reports that he has only been hired after clearing after holding clear the air talks with the board. Uh, Pierce previously suggested, per TalkSport, that he was blocked from returning to the club when the former Man United boss was reappointed because he was critical of the regime. But he's confirmed he's spoken with Dave Sullivan and Karen Brady out directly. He said, I like this, I've spoken directly with David Sullivan and Karen Brady. Yeah. <laughs> he's earned his money already. There you go. Isn't what a, the, the art of writing is not dead people. Yeah. Oh. Dave Langton's here to save us. They said that they were enthusiastic, yeah, all right, about me returning and it says a lot about them that I'm at West Ham again. I wouldn't be back if I didn't believe in the strategy in place to take this great football club forward. Despite Pierce's appointment, the Guardian also reports Moyes remains keen to appoint more staff to his backroom team as he looks to restructure the club's off-the-pitch strategy Would they ain't got one. <laughs> uh, what I didn't like was he, he then finishes with the Nottingham Forest legend, lasted less than a season his first spell, and will be open for a more productive tenure this time around. Of course, he only lasted shortly, because he had to leave when David um, Moyes left, didn't he? But,
2: yeah. Oh, that's I mean,
1: me. I, the, the first time he was back, I loved it because he, he was the one that was up pitch side. Yeah. Kicking nearing up every ball with the yeah. team. He was backwards and forwards, you know, with the notes. He has been a manager with Man City. He he wasn't that successful, but this was when Man City had no money. And I think he did okay, but I don't think he set the world alight tactically or, you know, entertainment-wise, to be fair. Mm. I'm not sure whether Man City fans look back fondly at his time. Well, the previous manager to him, I think, was Kevin Keegan, and, and Man City fans really liked him because of the type of football that Keegan played. Oh, so go. we'll see what um, yeah. what Moyes can bring you mean to the table. What Pierce can bring. Sorry, well, Pierce it, can bring to the it table. It might yeah. put
2: a bit of pressure on Creswell.
1: You never know. Well, or, um, or help him. Yeah, well, he's always well, got Masuaku to work with as well, hasn't he? To oh be Christ. fair, maybe he's so, good for a bit of bone So, <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, you know, um, and then the other talking point, I suppose, is you know we've still we're still being linked with player after player. I'm not going to go through them, people because we know it's all cracked, isn't it? Yeah, French player. Do you think we'll sign anyone, Nigel? I'm not desperate. I don't know. It's up to, I'm not desperate. It's up to, you know, Moyes is going to be looking at it, isn't he? And mm. how desperate is he to sign a player? For me, I don't, I don't see the point of sacrificing some of your better players to sign other players mm. because it, it, if we let Rice go, for me, it smacks of the Rio Ferdinand sale. And I don't think
2: we'll let him go. No,
1: nah, well, I'd like to think boy. we don't. And I think what it is is as well is I think the owners know, you know, they at some point, you know. But and the mad thing is when you talk, when you see interviews with the owners, hmm. they won't apologize for the move. They still think the move's a good idea. They still think the reasons for the move is a good idea. And they probably think the fans have just got the ump because we're losing every week. Right. This is what I'm guessing, the way they think. And therefore, I, I think that if they believe that if they can get a winning team, then the fan base will cut them a bit of slack. Okay. There will always be, I think, 10 to 15% of the fan base in the ground, people like me and you, that will be, you've got to go. Yeah. I don't, you know, Even if we were third in the table, you've got to go because of what you did to bring us to here. But then I think there's a lot of people, actually, that if they were watching winning football, wouldn't be so upset it would be palatable if you get me drift.
2: Yeah. Do you think... I wouldn't have... Yeah. I mean, me personally, I wouldn't have been, again, Brady and Sullivan and mm. Gold if if we bought a new level of football, if we were, and they kept their mouth shut and they kept out of things.
1: I, I mean, if know. the move had planned out, uh, if the move had, had gone the way they planned out, I don't know. I mean, we didn't know each other before the move, so how was you with the move? Do you, wanna, do you, wanna well, say, yeah, you
2: want to? Do you want to say or? Well, yeah, we
1: could. I don't want to put you on the spot. No, but...
2: no, it, it, a, no. You put you feel free to put me on the spot because right. I was part of <laughs> the, the the team that set up the Olympics at the stadium. Right. Yeah, and I see how successful that was. And I knew why it was a success because they got the people involved who wanted to be involved and that the inertia from the from the people wanting to do something together made the event a success as successful as it was. I'm not talking about finance, I'm talking about the occasion. Yeah. Um and I thought if it was done right, knowing what the West Ham fans were like Uh, They get beyond things and how great they are supporting the club and fellow supporters and anything West Ham related. I thought with sacrifices, sure, and with um, um, with a little bit of sort of giving some of our soul away that we could possibly pull it off. But I don't think they had any they had any um, interest in making the move a good move. And I, I was talking to this, it's funny enough, I was talking to this, uh, talking to Trost and Hammers United about this private kind of um, last week. And it's it, it surprising. I thought me being an insider of the situation would have been one of the only people um, that, that could have shed some light on that. But unfortunately yeah. he's heard that a lot from a lot of people that they they don't see any evidence of them trying to make the move a success. And there's a lot of things um such as how they run how they've run football clubs in the past. And Karen Brady's semi fictitious backstory that there's a, not a not a lot of evidence of anything. And I got a feeling he might catch up with him soon all of this. But we'll see what happens, won't we? Time will tell.
1: Yes. Yeah. Time, time will tell. So do you, do you, I mean, if, if they'd made, so, uh, the thing is, sort what I'm saying, you it. I didn't, I, I, I deliberately, the only Olympics event I went to, uh, was the football at Wembley. Well, I so deliberately want score, I wanted to go to the boxing I couldn't get tickets. Yeah. But that was at the Excel and I went to the football at Wembley and the the reason for that is I didn't want nothing to do with the Olympic Stadium.
2: No, so you already I mean, in hindsight you were completely correct about what was happen what would happen, but even to this day, a lot of people like myself don't understand why why you wouldn't try to make it happen? Why you wouldn't make it try and make it a great thing? And um, I thought it would. I thought it would be a new start. I really did. And and it's not out of naivety. That's out of experience of seeing the seeing how the project worked before. Of course, what I knew, even I knew um, the. The atmosphere wouldn't be. I knew the atmosphere would be different, and I knew people would be further back from the action. But I really was unprepared of how how little I liked the project once West Ham got their hands on it.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's it's strange for me without turning it into a, a, a podcast which perhaps we should do in depth, the move, you know, now 10 years on, because it's, it's approaching 10 years since um, I started the campaign to really? stop the move. Yeah. <laughs> so it was 2010. Um, Karen Brady gave an interview to the BBC in, in the summer of 2010, outlining what it would cost to move. And a lot of people forget the, the original bid to go there was with no retractable seating.
2: That's correct.
1: So and and that was where I started from. That that was where my negativity was against that the Cameron Brady gave an interview that it was going to cost West Ham, who we were heavily in debt at the time, mm. It just stayed up off the skin of the teeth it was one of the lowest points to stay up thirty five. And she was saying it's going to cost 150 to $170 million to turn it into a football stadium. But that was a football stadium with all the fans sitting behind the running track. And mm. I heard that interview because when they bought the club and said, we want to go Olympic Stadium, I had a vision of the Yeti I had in my head. You
2: weren't far wrong, were you?
1: And when they said that, Brady said that in the summer of 2010, I'm like, well, this ain't right. And then I started doing a bit of digging. And then you're thinking, you're waiting for other fans to do stuff. And then nobody did. And I didn't know what to do. So I joined Facebook and I set up two Facebook pages, West Ham fans against the stadium and for the stadium. Mm. And someone asked me why I did that. I said, because what if 5,000 fans were for the stadium mm. and only 500 were against it? I'd be flogging me, wasting my time problem is all the early stuff I had more people were against it than for it mm. so then I'm thinking what do you do I, I was not an internet person back then mm. didn't know about Knees Up Mother Brown back then Um, and I, so I'm thinking well at the ground I remembered from the bond scheme and I, I thought well we've got to do something in the ground let's have a flag made and then Let's let's get a petition up and stand outside the ground. Mm. You know, and I've, the first thing I ever did is I printed off pictures. <laughs> I printed off at home, and it was who wants this view? And it was from the back. It was one of them CGI pictures in twenty ten, and yeah. <laughs> from the back of the stadium of the who wants this view? That's what he said. And I <coughs> and I put them. I sellotaped them up around the ground in phone boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know where I got a lot of support from? Holland. Really? <laughs> a load of Dutch hammers came over. Yeah. Saw my saw my poster, took it home with them, and a load of Dutch culture fan sites picked up on it and wrote articles. And someone sent it to me, and then I contacted <laughs> them, and and they all signed my petition as well. I had like a thousand Dutch fans in one go signing petition. Um. And and then it just sort of exploded from from there for me. Yeah. Um,
2: of course we'd all got the uh, we'd all got used to the idea of moving there quickly. The moment uh, was it two? It was two thousand and five when it was announced, and I think yes. everybody assumed because of where we knew it would have been in the proposal, people made an assumption that West Ham would be playing there. Now, the original idea was to reduce it to somewhere between 20 and 25.
1: 25,000.
2: Yeah. I, but I think it was officially 20 to 25. It, the 25 was thrown about hmm. and then give it to the Orient, which looking at it now is actually seems not a bad idea <laughs> when you consider it. But I don't think they wouldn't have wanted it.
1: Well, yeah. the, the, the thing I never understood at the time was the one thing East London hasn't got it's a proper rugby team. No. Now, as a kid that played rugby uh, f- for for his school in East London, and, and we struggled to get 15 players. Yeah. You know, one week we turned up with 13 of us. We couldn't even get you know 15 and subs. So, as someone that loved playing rugby nearly as much as I love playing football, and the, the, I, I went a few times to watch Wasps play when they were at QPR when the Premier League started in, in rugby. I never understood why they couldn't have got, you know, when the when the rugby teams were leaving their old park grounds to go into the football stadiums, Saracens went to Watford. Um, I think London Irish went out to Reading. You know, uh, uh, Wasps went to QPR's football ground, then to Wickham's, and are now are the owners of Coventry City's football ground. Mm. I never understood why, actually, why we never went to Saracens or why the Olympic people never went to Saracens to said, why don't you take this stadium over? Mm. Because we already had football stadiums in in London and in East London. We never had a rugby team. And imagine what the untapped.
2: No. and Um, Remember, Upton Park at this time had hosted a home international, England versus... Australia. Australia, that's right. Yeah. Wayne Rooney's first game, wasn't yeah. it? Who
1: scored for England that night?
2: Um Was it a West Ham player or a former nope. West Ham player?
1: No. Nope. Okay. It, it was a Evertonian.
2: Oh it weren't Leighton Baines, was it?
1: No. No, you're it's it's before him. You ready? Go on. Jeffers.
2: Oh, crikey, I forgot about him. Francis
1: Jeffers.
2: Jesus we, Christ.
1: We you lost 3-1 to Australia. I think Harry Kuehl scored. Yes, 10. I do remember that, yeah. And I remember walking out with I my nephew that. saying, God, it was like watching West Ham out there. Yeah. Man. Because it was How the year strange. we went down. <laughs> yeah, that
2: was that's correct, yeah. Fancy playing <laughs> a game at the Park. Oh, no,
1: oh, no. Dear, oh, oh, dear. Okay. Um...
2: Well, we've done 33
1: minutes of this. Yeah, we're not doing bad, are we? We've yeah, it's good to, to show, about. but nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know, that Sean sits down, he preps for it, he does all this, does all that. Um, you know, I, I I, thought, shit, it's six o'clock and I ain't done nothing and we're recording in half hour. Anyway, you know what it's time for then, since we've run out of other things to talk about? Facebook, Twitter, Question Time, where you, the listeners, uh, as Sean might say, and I f- can't really remember what he says now, uh, get to post quest- answers to questions that we have asked. But I didn't really ask a question. No. Basically, we asked you to dig us out. That's what we asked. That's it. That's it. That's exactly what I've done. So, basically, today, earlier, i half put, I know it's not Monday, but better late than never, he says, maybe. Who knows? No, John or George, but also no Sean us with 45 minutes of telling us no news. Me and we had Len, a good go,
2: though, didn't we? We
1: did, didn't we? I did yeah. put just myself and Len trying to entertain you. I hope we did entertain you, people. Uh, ask anything you like, any subject, and we'll do our best to make the show out of it. So, next up, is, or first up, I should say, Ooh. it's Christopher Wood. Uh, really, he says I ask. Oh, Woody, as we will now call him. Fair enough. If the priority for Moyes is to strengthen the defence and we are looking for young players with potential, why would we sell Diop to the Yids of all teams? He did swear, but I'm trying not to. Uh, please tell me the rumours are not true. Brady out. Uh, Brady do you I want have. to tell him, or shall I? You tell him. All right. The rumours aren't true, Chris. But, of course... Me and Len ain't got a clue, really, because no. Sean ain't here and he's not talking to us after I poked fun at him on holiday. And um, I can say it's not true. I don't believe it's true. I bet the probably, if we sell him, he'll probably go to a better team than Tottenham, I'd like to think. I'm not buying it. Are you?
2: No, not really. I don't think they've got that type of money to spend at the moment, Tottenham. Not without they getting lambasted.
1: Well, of course, the transfer market is depreciated. No one's really buying players at the moment. Every club's lost over 10 or 20 or 50 or £100 million pound due to COVID. You know, Tottenham didn't finish as I. They budgeted for a top four finish, didn't finish. You know, I've, have I used up all our excuses? With Tottenham? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've ticked Pretty them all much. off on the box. Plus, yeah. he
2: won't do business with them either, apparently. It, who won't? West Ham. Yeah, course, well.
1: well, you'd like to think we wouldn't. To be no. fair, isn't it?
2: Well, Duxbury declared it, didn't he?
1: Well, yeah, but
2: you know, he declared a lot of stuff. Yeah,
1: well, i tell other you. What, mate, no, well, and not he, a lot of stuff. Either. He didn't declare <laughs> other stuff, but that's another, that's another question. Yeah. Anyway, next up, it's the Greek goddess herself, Belinda. She? <laughs> is, she says. Hello, Matty Peeps. It's a quickie <laughs> question from me, she says. Uh, you love that, and it. you? know this is what she sounds like. We could play uh, her, but I it in we haven't got it. A quickie question from me, she says. Uh, you're perfect. A uh, starting 11 for the first of the game of the new season. Oh. She, she cannot be bothered with the transfer. rumours. Lot of our dog. <sniffs> Piercy back. Did he have to eat a humble pie with a board? I think he just spoke to him to be fair. Even yeah. though he might have had it with custard. Uh, or Sean would have had it with Custom. Would you have humble pie there'll with Custom no... ice cream?
2: Well, there'll be none left after Sean gets there. To be fair, yeah, that is true. Oh, we'd call uh, wouldn't we?
1: Fat shaming him. Yeah, that's it. Oh, you're mean, you are. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'll draw it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is true, yes. Uh, she said, I don't look like her numbers, but she thinks he's a good addition to the backroom stuff. He seems too old school to me. Plus, he talked a lot of crap whenever he pot. Well, so he's on pot.
2: So she says Talksport. she
1: thinks he's a good addition, but he's too old school and he talks a lot of crap. I just translated that when he was on TalkSport. Uh, but she loving the show and she put two kisses. Ah, oh. So that's one for you, Dale. That's nice. Thank you, Belinda. There you go. There you go. Uh, I don't know. Do you know what? I don't believe the owners put a block on him joining I don't. I, I think if David Moyes walked in and said, "I want him back," and they'd have gone thing and said, "Well, look, ask for me to deal." Because I don't it, think you, they have a lot of. You know what the owners are like. What he David told someone else to tell
2: him. They don't come out and say anything. They get yeah. their lackeys to do it. So he's got back to him. Um, I won't say his name, but the media guy would have said, um, "Oh, you you pissed off, little Dave." And that'll be the end of it. And he'll go, oh, right then. Or he'll tell David Moyes that he pissed off little Dave because he said, well, basically, those that don't know, um, Stuart Pearce said, I never saw um, Karen Brady there once. And, of course, that made Karen Brady feel like, oh, I don't take uh, any interest in the club, which is probably true. Anyway, Belinda asked for her starting 11, didn't she?
1: Yeah, you wanna have a go? You're perfect starting eleven for the first game of the new season. Well, don't go. Do what you think. Actually, go on.
2: Well, I think it will be sort of the team that we we finished last season with. If there's a an another addition, you're hoping it's well. To be honest, you're hoping it's what uh, left sided fallback really. Um, but then again, a new season. I guess you've got to give Creswell a chance. I don't know. I'm desperate a little bit, really. I think that'll be my starting eleven.
1: Uh, well, yeah, it's a bit boring, but I'm not really going to argue or disagree with you. I, mm. I, I can't. I, I mean, we've got four weeks till the season starts, isn't it, roughly? I don't and know. My, I'm trying to think what today's date. What is today's date? Today's date is the eighteenth of August. Yeah, so it's about four weeks till the season starts. Is it twenty first?
2: Um, is it? Twelfth, isn't it? Oh yeah, that
1: sounds about right. I knew it was a two and a one in it. Yeah, so um, we've got two weeks of August and then two weeks of September. So that uh, was four weeks. There you go. I did learn maths at school, well. and um, I can't see a sign in anyone. People, and I'm not. I'm not one of these people to get hung up on signing. Sometimes. You don't need to make the signing. You just need to improve what you got, i.e. get them to play better because that was a good team. That could Mm. win games, that team. And and if we can beat the likes of Chelsea and do well against the likes of Man United and Moyes was unlucky against Liverpool, one of the best teams ever in the Premier League, Mm. then you think, well, there is the nucleus there of a good team. So we don't need to go mad. Too many get hung up on spending money, and it, it ain't about how much money you spend. Right, moving on, my my a good mate, Dave Trevitt. He says, ha, 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 quality, quality show then, Nigel. Well, you've not heard it yet, Dave, I'll tell you. I'm not sure about that. He says, long time in the making. Uh, one last point, he says, and he'll let Len answer this. He oh. says, Pierce says he's impressed with the... With with, and on board with the board's vision he he wants to know what the vision is am I blind so do I Uh, do you not see the vision
2: vision on yeah I don't know what the vision is
1: I sent a picture in didn't get on so did my brother did he? And Did he get on?
2: No, he's fucking still upset about it. Oh, okay. Don't mention Tony <laughs> Art. Oh, fuck, seriously. Oh,
1: does he, Does he That's morph a into a madman? No,
2: honestly. Oh, it was. It was. The, he was the artist when he was young. He was the one that was. Uh, he could draw my brother, and um, he was the one that was encouraged, and he drew a picture of um, Superman. Oh, what? And uh, no, I
1: didn't get on. Well, I, I did art I at talk school, about it. and um, <laughs> I'd, I'd, my, my brother was good at technical drawing. My brother was yes, the I one was that brother. they they used to bring out. You know, when you'd sit in the class, your brother's three years older than you, and they'd bring out work, and they'd say, this is the type of work you should be aiming to achieve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, and you look at it, and they're going, it's your brother's. And I'm like, uh, oh, great. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And you know, when and your mum turns up, and they sit down and go, Nigel and Stuart really related, you know, because my brother was like up there and I was down there, couldn't be bothered. Mm. But there you go. But I did art at school and uh, my art at school finished when the teacher said, Nigel, are you going to sit this exam? And I looked at him to say, well, yeah, why not? He went, let me put it another way. Nigel, don't, don't sit gonna... the exam. No, <laughs> He said, are you going to pay to sit this exam? And I went, no. Why would I pay? He went... Cause I'm not putting you forward. Cause if you can't be bothered to turn up to my lessons after time, I'm not going to be bothered with you. So there's the door, da. Never see me again. Tell you that. Then again, I was the best one they ever drew. That's what I think. To be, spend most of my time as the, the, the what was it they called them the live model. Sit there with a bowl of fruit. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, God, oh, yeah, clothes
1: on. No, well, I was just getting there. Just, you know, this, <laughs> it weren't, we weren't, this weren't uh, the Cub Scouts. This was at school. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, oh. don't want to go down. Change away. the subject, change the subject. Uh, David Jones, old Ziggy Stardust. He says, oh, evening. You ready? Evening of yeah. a dynamic duo. Oh, well, great to see you, you? Ploughing on, regardless, we are really ploughing on. Yeah. He says he thinks Stuart Pearce will be a great addition, as he always showed the fight and passion needed. If you could have any other West Ham player back to serve on the staff, who would it be? He says, also, the mandatory animation question. Ooh. You can only choose one, Trumpton, Chigley or Campbell with Green. <sighs> choose one and why. Brady out. Brady out. So, two things there. Favourite player or player to bring back onto the coaching staff?
2: So, it's obviously going to be with Moyes, isn't it? Favourite yes. player to bring onto the coaching staff? I'd like Paolo at West Ham, but it's just going to be a disaster. Although, maybe we should just get that out of the way and move on. So, I'll say Paolo. Get, mm. It's going to be a disaster. Get out of the way, move on. I ain't got a clue I don't ever think these these things. what about you what do you think me uh, yeah I'll oh damn i tell you I, <laughs> oh i wanna i wanna i wanna redress my question well, go uh, on, and then. it's been done before but when crossy was yeah. the um scout there oh, he's never such a good scout he identified um um I think he was responsible, ultimately, for getting in, Collins, and and um, um, why is his name good? My name, my head goes blank with names now. James Collins and the other world. Gabby fellow, Don. Gab, Danny Gabby Don, yeah. He identified them. He also identified Dean Ashton the first time around, and the ball said no. Uh-huh. Yeah, not a lot of people know that. So, I like him back because he's got a great eye for a player. you seeing him, watching him, watching Dave watch a game of football is quite something. Very smart. I'd love him there, but, you know. I mean, it, it,
1: I, it, it is funny because you've watched, obviously, football with, mm. with your heroes. Yeah. And when your heroes want you to sit down and watch a game of football with them, it's it's one of them things that um you think really and and the weird thing is is that the the, the, the West Ham hero that I sat and watched a game of football with uh, was Frank Lampard senior ah and I watched the Chelsea Middlesbrough Cup final with him
2: was this before he was at West Ham no yes yeah, as a manager I mean no he um,
1: was he was the um, he was assistant a manager then. Yeah, yeah, Frank, I think Frank had broke his, it was when Frank had broke his leg, Frank broke his leg against Aston Villa, and I think he was doing rehab, and uh, Frank rang me up on cup final day, Mm. and said, can you come and open your back door, because it it was locked, and I'm like, "Uh, I'll come around after the cup final, and he went, come and watch it with me.
2: Right. Can't turn that down, can you?
1: Well, you think, well, I lived about 20 minutes away from him. He was in Romford, I was in Plastow, 20, 25 minutes, I thought. Yeah, I I could do it. I missed the first 10, 15 minutes I listened on the radio. Of course, Chelsea scored the fastest ever FA Cup final goal that game. That's right. But I got to sit down and and, and sit and talk football with Frank as the game was played. And when, when they see it, and he was the assistant manager at the time, it it is you know it's totally different, isn't it? <laughs> don't yeah, see things that you just absolutely don't, see.
2: They don't. Yeah, it's just right.
1: And that's why you get ex-pros being the pundits on football shows, and people can slag them up all day long, but that they see things that we don't. People, I'll tell you that now. Mm. Uh, so who would I like back on? To be fair, Harry Redknapp for me. I think. I think he, oh, he could yeah. be a good director of football. Just I'll don't, out. you know, just, uh, uh, you know, with him upstairs overseeing, uh, I've, well, not, I don't know about with a David Moyes, though, whether it would work. He could do with a Scott Parker. Yeah. Them two. That'll be good. Right, quickly, Trumpson, Chigley, or Campbell Whitgreen.
2: Well, I'm going to go for Trumpson. Yeah, they're all, they, they, they're all stop motion. Um, hmm. animation which is not obviously what I do but I I was a fan as a kid they were all made in the 60s all of them but I must have watched them up to well in the 70s so they've only been sort of like up to 10 years old really I'm going to go for Trumpton because of the uh, just the line Pew Pew Barney McGrew Cuthbert Devil Grub
1: is it's that not- the one with Windy Miller I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. But I think
2: that they called
1: it what weren't they all in the same though and this is the thing, weren't the firemen in Campbell McGreen yeah. as well? Yeah, you know, it, it s- was just a it was just a little village.
2: They're all little villages and I think Chidley was near Campbellwick Green in Trumptonshire. So oh. Trumpton was a town, Campbellwick Green was a village, and Chidley uh-huh. was a village. Yeah. And um I think someone told me, I don't think it's true, but I think it it was commissioned for the BBC to to encourage people moving out to the Shires, out of London in the Shires. That might not be true. I think I was told that, or I think I read that. I think I saw it somewhere. So for children that were moving out of towns into the... um, into the burbs, as it were, All to right. give them something to look forward to, to sort of give them an idea of how things are out of town. Well, that go-to
1: show, actually, was Bagpuss, though. Oh, I love Bagpuss. Um, that was that was the one that I think I used to sit and watch and still watched. In, you know, when my daughter turned up, I used to make her watch a bit of Bagpuss, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. when Bagpuss is awake, all the other people were right. Yeah. The mice, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and yeah. The, the girl that the, the played the whatever the thing was. But yes. Next up. Anyway, thanks for that, Dave. Yeah, Wait cheers, out. Dave. Mark S- Mirosovic, our favorite listener with a East European name, unless you can. Louis Aaron Trout, who's sort of Estonian, I think, uh, that way. Okay. Uh, he says, "Here we are in close season, and the WHU podcasts are going berserk." Well, we're not. Uh, nah. Thank f that H and C is on a break. So basically, is there any way that either of you will forgive the owners? All right, fifty years ago they blamed the owners. I think he's talking about the fans. Yeah, yeah. forty years ago, blame the owners. Thirty yeah, yeah. years ago, blame the owners, and so on and so on. Who would want to be an owner? No matter what you do. You are wrong. Yes, we all miss Upton Park. Yes, the disruption around the bonds create the schism. Oh, he's a bondholder. Oh, Mark, why did you holder. put that? He's a bondholder. Uh, but it appears that no matter who owns us, they are not good enough. He's put the fins caused the problem, even though they were from Iceland. But I suppose they may have had fins. Were they fish? I don't know. But anyway... And we are blaming GSB. I know that this is not popular, but if we force these guys out, who will come on? And what if we do not like them? And just to finish off, he's put Les and Nigel, love you both. Thanks for that, Les Mark. and Nigel. <laughs> I think
2: that,
1: it was, was Les and Nigel. I think it should have been, yeah. But then again, he calls the well, is... it's the Finns. So oh, right. okay. That's fair
2: enough.
1: But is it, is it a West Ham problem? It's always the owner's fault. Is it a football fan thing? It's always the owner's fault. Or is it mm. with justification?
2: Well, I think as a club, we probably look appealing to owners and we attract the type of owner. I'm trying to think. <laughs> because if you look at it right now, let me, let me try and... How do I say this? Do you remember when the uh, Golden Sullivan come in and all they were saying about the Icelandics, about what they spent and this, that Mm. and the other? Right now, today, they're in exactly the same position. Yes. It's all down to them. And do you remember they said they would never get us in that situation? Exactly, they did say that. So maybe we haven't had good owners ever. We haven't had many, let's be honest. And I guess when you look at Reg Pratt and the Kearnsys, I don't think it was so critical at the time that like it is now. I mean, I think really you could have gone... Um, a lot of people might have gone to West Ham at that point, not actually known that the owners were, were, cared about them, cared what they do. They, there wasn't... Uh, fast forward out to 2020 and the owners get asked all sorts of questions and comments. It's sort of dreadful. So I can't they're obviously not going to either can't or won't invest in the club really. So no, I mean and they've had thirty years in football and haven't achieved anything so there's no there's no coming back from as far as I'm concerned. I guess they're wasting their time asking you, aren't they? No yeah
1: I for me yeah you know I've stopped I try to stop ranting and raving now because it won't do me me any good personally so I try to be a bit philosophical about it but I will always remain even when they do they do certain things that perhaps are, I think yeah that's right but I will be forever Gs to be out purely because of everything that they did prior to the move. Yeah, And this is where I think I'm a bit different to a lot of people. A lot of people would just be out now after, after the, move, the
2: move. That's right.
1: Where I'm sort of like, mate, been there, done that. You know, <laughs> I don't know what to say really about that. If I was going to write a book about anything, the first thing I would like to do would write a book about the Kearns family and how I think they got bad press. Yeah. Uh, uh th- I'm not saying they did a, a lot of good for the club, but I, I, f- I think that in 2006, um, and what people forget is if people go, Terry Brown, the owner of West Ham, Terry Brown was the chairman. He wasn't the, the owner of the club. No. He, he, you know, the, the shareholders of the club, if Terry Brown said one thing and the rest of the shareholders said another, Terry Brown wouldn't have been able to do it. No and that's the difference what happened is, is in 2006 um we, we probably i think in 2006 I, I i have seen a copy of the share listing it was still owned by the hills family foundation they had right. they had the majority or they were the largest shareholders yeah So if you take the Hills family and the Hills family foundation and the individual members of the Hills family, Charles Walner sat on the board in 2006 and that's his grandson. Um, So they were the largest shareholder, but even they didn't have 50% of the club or 51%. So you had the Kearns family, you had about four or five different members of the Kearns family owning shares, but again, not 51%. So there were so many different shareholders. No one person could dominate the club quite like what we've had with the Icelandics and then with David Sullivan. Yeah. You know, now, as soon as Sullivan gets as he is now, as soon as he moved on to 51% ownership, this is his football club. Yeah. And I think this, this is the problem from, well, not that is the problem. But and and people take this model of Sullivan's ownership and they put it against the ownership of Terry Brand. They put it against Kearns and Pratt's, and perhaps when reality was, they were just on the board; they weren't the actual owners.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Can't remember what the question was. (laughs) I was saying, oh, yeah, about owners. Are there always a problem? Like, yeah, do we
1: always hate them? Well, that's I mean, just, that's just a dynamic, isn't it? It is because you fans always... have ambition. Yes, yeah, right. Owners have ambition, but they have to have ambition within guidelines, i.e., money. And you know, they have to try and temper it. The problem mm. I think is the way the owners have gone. Up, this current mob have gone about it PR wise. It's an absolute car crash Mm. to the point where it's gone too far. They probably could have saved it a couple of years ago, but um, it crashed. Anyway, uh, good question though, Mark. Good question. Mm. Uh, Auntie Penn. Oh, I think we've covered this though. What's your thoughts on Psycho back at the club in the backroom team? She thinks it's a great move, but we're interested in your thoughts and how you think he can help the team. How do you think he'll help the team? Well, if you think he can, I, I, the fact that he played for the club, hammer of the year. Yeah. Even though I don't think he's steeped in the club, you know, at the end of no. the day, he, he did two seasons and then had it on his toes, but he was a bloke who was prepared to play on when he broke his leg. Yeah. And always when out. He, you know, he, I'd like to think he can get some of the players to have pride in themselves. Because he always yeah. had pride in his performance, personally first. So if you walk on the pitch and do the utmost best for yourself, by doing that, you will have the utmost best for the team and for the club as a whole. And so, set an example. Yeah, really. yeah. Point out players when you put in a performance like that. you know you're letting down first and foremost yourself, mate. Mm. Um. So that's what I'd like to f- I'd like to think. Uh, next up, we've got Anthony Collins. Hello, Tom. He says, Nigel, I have to say your introduction as a full time member of the podcast has been a lot better than I thought it would be. All right, yeah. <laughs> he said, I really should read these in advance. Uh, he, he says, if I'm totally honest, I used to think you were a bit of a bellend, always banging on about GSP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people still think I oh, do. Don't worry. Uh How wrong was I? Well, you know, I can give you a list of people that won't dis uh, that will say you was wrong. Sorry, mate. I've now nah come round to your way of thinking. Uh You also crack us up every week when you take the piss out of Sean. I am missing him, people. Not you know. I enjoy it when there's uh you know when Sean's here because we can take the piss out of him, isn't that right, Jay? Isn't it?
2: No, oh, you yeah, damn right. <laughs>
1: um, it's a bit more fun. Yeah. Uh, as the other boys ain't there tonight, have you got any embarrassing stories about them? Have you? Uh, well, no. Well, sure really. we could going all night. Yeah, not 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 in in embarrassing stories. I went football no. with him once, and he'd done me heading because he was like a bloody meerkat looking around more, uh, and with his phone out and everything, and then he was watching the game in a way. Um, I can't say it was embarrassing. No. Um,
2: it's it's a what I put embarrassing. That,
1: I could put that text up about the pork lines. Yeah. They don't <laughs> put that, that Embarrassing. But uh, Sean thinks he's funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's, met, he's matching me and you, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I so, think he enjoys it, myself. I think he does, doesn't he? Yeah. He does. He does deep down enjoys it because at, at, at least we're not calling him every under the other bad name under the sun, and he don't seem to get the ump about that. No. So uh. no. Matthew Kemp from Spandau Ballet says he's glad Stuart Pierce has joined the backroom staff. Good addition, in my view, and shows the club may support David Moyes. Uh, Dodsey, he says. Uh, sorry, Nige, one last one. Oh, he's obviously done two comments. He says. uh Will the best sign of the season turn out to be Stuart Pearce? Definitely the right decision. Well, there you go.
2: Maybe. I mean, we're not Might in the you know. Well.
1: well, I'm not in the know. No. Um, obviously, you this week Um, with well, Watford and Ngakia. Yeah. Um,
2: um, I have read. <laughs> so,
1: don't I give have, the oh. game away. <laughs> <laughs> I get, like, hey, what do you think? Yeah. I, and this is the thing. No, no, love, too, isn't it? Yeah. Hold up. Yeah. Go in on. In the nose, get told information by other people and they yeah. repeat it. Yeah. It ain't someone's some information. It ain't other no, people's information. It's given to them by someone who's yeah. really in the know yeah. and they repeat it. Yeah. Just that's remember right. that, folks, and that's so why got, sometimes I'm a bit yeah, incredulous. Me too. So we do that, can't we? Yeah. You know,
2: it's like, it's like tweeting your your dinner. Well, you just eat it. Yeah. We don't care. We don't want to know about arrogant no. beans, do we? No, we don't. No, absolutely not. Or, about do you have bran on your bacon sandwich or ketchup? I don't care. You have what makes right, you happy, up,
1: son. Brian. Brown. Brown. <laughs> uh-huh. definitely sausage. brown.
2: ready for Good. sausage. That's what I say. Yeah, but then people say, "Oh no, brown nah, sausage, you meant bacon." listen, Just, just, put brown sauce on your bacon. But, you know, but then again, if you like ketchup,
1: that's fine. Just so I was go just going to ask it. you a question go about brown sauce. Go on. And then it just thinks, well, you know the answer. I don't yeah, know the yeah. Answer I don't know the question. Where's it come from? And you're going to say Holland. Well, no. The question was, what does HP stand for? Well, it's House is a Parliament, I assume. There you go. See, you do know. I knew you'd know. Yeah. It's an amazing amount of people that don't realise that, but that is why the As is a Parliament. I don't know why it's called As is a Parliament sauce though. Do you? This is just a trade
2: name. It's just a. Uh... Something that they could get away with at the time to to sort of make bring the Britishness out, which of course, like most sources, aren't but I don't think British do any sources really? A lot of these come from the Far East, and gravy. Just,
1: yeah, liquor. Well, well, it's, it's possible Probably not. that pie, ma- well, not pie, remember, pie mash started with eels in, yeah. Mm because Thames was plenty full of eels. So it was eel pie and mash. And I'm not sure, uh, the liquor, uh, but it's quite possible that Dutch uh, traders brought that over. From the really. far
2: east, probably.
1: So that it was the Dutch one, from Holland that brought yeah. over eel pies, uh, originally to London. Mm. Uh Big friend of the show, Mr. Ian Gravitt. He says, cheers, Len and Nigel. He says, he's a fucking legend, he says. Uh, Thank you very much, E. Uh, Should we be entertaining, Spuds, with a bid for Diop? Uh, Well, I don't think we should, no. Do you, Len? Uh,
2: No, I don't think we are.
1: Don't want any more of our players going to them. What do you think will happen if we keep seeing the younger players leave? The better youngsters we have will have second thoughts. Our average age is 27.5 years. We need to lower that with some shrewd signings. Hashtag Brady out. Well, um, I don't think we need to lower that with signings, Ian. I think the players are there. Bring them through. If we're prepared to give them the chance. And even the fans, give them a bit of patience. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I don't Um, see that happening these days, do
1: you? No.
2: I mean, we come spring, at the end of the season, you'd always see a new face, wouldn't you? Yeah. Once we were safe, you know, kind of. Yeah. yeah bleeding
1: but in. I still think that's down to the amount of prize money at, at, yeah. at, at stake where even the middle of the table team, we had it the other year where I think we beat Burnley last game of the season and we jumped four spaces mm. by winning that game. Yeah, and uh, I think it was then one and a half million a spot, so it got us like another six million quid. And they're thinking. I think that was when Declan Rice made his debut. If I'm right. Uh, so I think I think it's that pressure that is. Yeah, I mean, you think uh, uh, by jumping up them last spaces that pays for the manager's wages for the season. Yeah, right? yeah, all money these days, money, 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 money. 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 John Hunt, he says, uh, Tully Ho, Uh, evening, Lance. Cheers for keeping the pod going, even though selfish people try to stop it by having a social life, he says. Well, that's not me and you, is it? No, it ain't. I don't have a life. (laughs) (laughs) My my, my question is, which player did you used to rate that wasn't a fan favourite? Not a fan favorite, but you write up. Well, I,
2: I can tell you, I didn't rate who was a fan favorite. That's yeah. Stuart Robson, couldn't bear him. No, couldn't bear the geezer oh. when off, and apparently, not a lot of the fans did either. Uh, players did either. All oh, right, so it just goes to show my intuition. But it, that wasn't his question. Who did I used to rate that wasn't a fan favorite? Um. Which I think he wasn't a fan favourite. Oh, more time. But he could have done him a lot better if the crowd didn't get on his back. Um, who else? Wasn't a fan favourite or used to rape.
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: I'm trying to think Who wasn't a fan favourite. Are you?
1: Well, I'd, I'd have to go back way back to the 70s when I first started. Um, and it, it would be Billy Lansdowne. <laughs> Junior or senior? Junior. I'm not holding up a senior. <laughs> uh, I, I, I now call him my uh, 10 day hero or my three week hero. Mm. B- because he seemed to, I think he, he seemed to fit near enough. All I might be doing him a disservice. He seemed to fit all his best bits of West Ham in literally three weeks. And then for me, disappeared without a trace. Mm. Bobby uh, Barnstar. Yeah, but Bobby Barnes, I've got some stories about him that I can't really repeat, uh, but that's for a fair. Um, it, it, the, the thing I always thought about Bobby Barnes is come through. He was good as, as, as a kid when he broke through, scored against Watford. I think that was 80, uh, 1980. Yeah. Mm. We didn't sell him to 85. Mm. So he hung around for five years. Mm. And I think in 85, if I remember rightly, we did do this. He scored against Norwich. He came on as a sub and he scored against Norwich. We won one the end of the season. But that kept us up. And his reward was we sold him, I think, to Watershop. That's right. So... I think he might
2: have started the next season, because I think he appears in one of my Boys of 86 DVDs who started that season.
1: Uh... Well, yeah, he would have been called... Because Greg Campbell was around that time yeah. uh, who drifted in and out of the squad. Um, I'd like to... I'll tell you who. i tell a lie. Neil War. Oh, I like Neil War. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a good answer. He was a stylish player, actually. I i, I, I thought player. the fans never really took to him properly. No. But I don't... He...
2: he, he, he
1: he never let that. I would like to say never let. I don't think not the, when you're a young kid. He came to us when he come to us about eighty two. Yeah, I think 81. so. From Moulton, wasn't it? Yes, from Moulton. Um. So yeah, Neil War. Yeah. But, or Billy Lansdowne, but you know, i But the one of the biggest things recently that uh, was when I discovered Billy Lansdowne was on Twitter. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, and okay. I've got to do an email interview with him. Ah, <laughs> you know, and it was like, and I wrote an article about him on West Ham till I die. And uh, his brother Greg runs the Panini sticker Twitter account, I think. Is or, that right? Or got not or swap or Panini something to do? And he did the. I think Greg was something to do with the documentary about Paninis recently. It was on ITV like last year and yes. that's his brother greg got
2: got swap wasn't it? yeah
1: something something like that. it was a it was a great sort of you know reminiscence about panini who of course yes. panini bring it up the day are doing this year's book are they yes so uh but yeah they're they're on twitter so yeah that was a, it was a great you know it was a great for for you know and nine-year-old kid to to you know have a whatever, you know, a little little interview with Billy Lansdowne and tell his brief story about he scored an hat trick against Southend. I think he scored against Burnley as well, the weekend after. Uh, Next up, it's uh, Michael Levy Jr., the soul-singing superstar from Tenerife. He says he keeps checking Facebook yesterday, thinking it's Monday, isn't (sighs) it? Well. Sorry about that. I will hold my hands up, people. It was ever so exciting. Was ready. Uh, but I was not stuck doing other things. He says, but he's glad we're doing the show. Is it true that West Ham have had to take out a payday loan? Unbelievable the way they run the club. And he says, Nigel, thanks for noticing my missing question the week before last. He says, no question, but I was still tuning in. Thanks, Nigel. And Lenny he spelt your name right. That's there nice. you go. Michael Levy. So, is it true we payday loan? Quickly, I'm not Sean. I won't bore you. But the thing is, is West Ham do this every year. It's not a pay, Sean coined, I think the phrase, payday loan. It's a bit wrong in doing that. It's not. It's like an overdraft facility at a bank. What happened is years ago, banks pulled out a loan in football clubs money when all the football clubs started going skint and they wouldn't give football clubs overdraft. So West Ham arranged this finance and they only pay interest on the amount of money that they take. Now the money, so let's say it's forty million pound. That will sit in a bank account. West Ham may only take twenty million of it. So they would only pay interest on the twenty million. They wouldn't pay interest on the forty million. And basically they would take it through the season as and when they've got maybe a short term cash flow problem. Who put some money in? Is this still the Michael Tabor thing? I it, do you know what? It's it, it, they're supposed to have stopped all the offshore things and there's certain ways around it. I, there, there was a story about Ireland. and um, When it was looked at, that the bloke that was fronting this Irish thing used to be a backroom dancer in Riverdance and owned a dance studio in Ireland. And then you think, well, where do you get £20 million from then, mate? Right. Yeah? Yes. So who knows where the money comes from? But at some point, it comes from a British company. And that's all that you need to placate the Premier League these days. Right. Sean will obviously tell us when I'm wrong, when he comes back, if he listens. Nick Harvey. Hallelujah. No non-news Sean, he says. Non-news Sean. That's not, not, not news now. Non-news Sean, who's itching to get back to watch a game at the Soulless Bowl. I have to say, he's not missing it at the moment. But let's all laugh at top scum may, well come true this season with the arrival of Joe Art. That's a funny that's one, a isn't it? Bad signing, though. To be fair, he it's said, a Second goalie. It's still not a Spuds podcast. Sean would undoubtedly say. Any uh, oh Nick goes on to find he can't find arrogant beans in any supermarket for my cassoulet. Uh, or obviously Nick you need to get up self to uh, Barnsley or Sheffield where arrogant beans are probably a plenty questions question which player will surprise us in a positive way this season and which player will become the focus of the Twitter arty haters Mm -hmm. Uh, haters will ain't so I'll tell you what we'll split it up you do who will surprise us and I'll do the Twitter haters I
2: think is going to have a decent season. Um, maybe Creswell will surprise us because we've all written him off. Maybe he can respond. Here's my answers.
1: Okay. Me, posi-
2: he did say in a positive way. Yeah, so.
1: positive. It's positive. Me, I think the Twitter eight is, I think, four now's if he keeps blowing it on cold, maybe. And I think Haller Actually, I think if he if he struggles, the, the, yeah, the if he struggles. Too,
2: yeah, yeah. So got good body language, is yes. he? As his oh, brother says, it's French,
1: and perhaps that's where Stuart Pearce may come in, Andy. Mm. Uh, and he's got a non-West Ham question. As Pep lost the plot after his tactics for Leon, didn't watch the game, can't comment on it. I'm afraid. Uh, did you watch the game? No. All oh, right.
2: Okay. I heard it was that they they called it. I'm I'm missing all this Champions League football. Yeah. I don't even know when the final is. Saturday, the final Saturday. So Wednesday will be the semis. Or no, tonight.
1: Or tomorrow. Well,
2: tonight or tomorrow the semis. Fine. Tonight.
1: Yeah. yeah. Tonight and tomorrow. Semis. Right. Yeah. Tuesday, okay. Wednesday. Yeah. Um. So it might be Sunday Champions League final, but
2: apparently it, it was. It wasn't very attacking. With it. Very confident, apparently didn't look anything nightmare like city, but I didn't see it, so so I don't know if he's lost All the right. plot. Okay, come over the a yes
1: yes. Even though I did see a funny clip of him dancing about and sort of, and people put in the um, background noise from the office, <laughs> you know, device. Uh, oh, okay. uh, on the transfer front, quickly he's gone. Phil Jones, no. John Stones, no, no, no. Sean Duffy, please, no. Rather see us by nobody than Joss. Uh, quickly, Phil Jones for you. Mm, no, nah.
2: no. I know what he's saying. John Stones. I'm not sure about John Stones. That, that might be if he has a fresh start. We might be a decent place for him. oh David. Yeah, but uh, I can understand what he's trying to say because um, these are all names that have been about for a long while and sort of. Se- seem like them on, on the um um on the downward. But don't write don't write um um stones Stone. off yet,
1: Nick. I d I don't think you go to fifty million and be a crack player. No, exactly. I don't know it, players don't pick but and what about just to I wanna use this to beg up my nineteen eighties music uh, uh Sean Tintin Duffy.
2: Stephen Tintin Duffy, yeah. Hey. That's right. yeah. Do so, uh, like it? A regional member, Duran Duran, didn't He was.
1: It? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I hate yeah times. Look, I'm used to Sean. He knows fuck all when I get there. Yeah, well, he just dressed like him, apparently. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know dear. Sean Duffy, really. I'm never too much
1: notice of him. Look, look, Is he good? we bought players in the past, and you yeah. thought, who are they? Yeah? And some of them have been good. And some have been, uh, you know, Paul Wiltons and Gary mm. Strodders. That's right. So, it's hard to say, really. Mm. Duffy could be a player, you know. He could don't be wipe,
2: Don't write players off, yeah. Some people looked average in other sides and they've come to us. Yeah. been doing great. I can't think of it off the top of my head. <laughs> well, I remember it, I mean. <laughs>
1: Uh, Dave Trevitt. He says, uh, "In your opinion, can you see Rice and Anderson staying?" He says, "Personally, he thinks Anderson will probably go back from whence he came, eliminating what we owe on him and a few dollars in our sprockets." He said, "It can also he see he can see Rice being sold a day before deadline day, so that Del Boy Boise and Rodney can claim they ran out of time." Can uh, you
2: imagine if that, that happened? The thing is, they'll they'll um they'll test their resolve. With this transfer window, a lot of clubs are going to get tested for resolve, aren't they? I think. Do you think any of them are going to could go bust? Premier no. League clubs? No.
1: Not Premier League. No. 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 Um, I don't. Um, the only big, the only club at the moment I fear for is Wigan. Right. And I think there'll be an. I another. think it is absolute scandalous. Uh, yeah. And our football, and has not, and now the football press have not made a bigger deal. The, the EFL have got a fit and proper person test. And they allow a man to buy a football club and then put it into administration, knowing that mm. it's all to do with finance. It's come out now that apparently he asked about putting the club into administration the day before he bought the club. And with all that evidence, it is the EFL's twelve-point penalty
2: mm.
1: that that puts the club into relegation and the administration, and that wins the bet for the owner. So the, the owner's quid's in. He don't care now. He's bought the club. He's probably earned more than that off the bet. So, and and then it gets proven that you know they screwed their own rules up, whether by mistake or on purpose, with the sheffield Wednesday 12-point penalty. I don't know if you know Mm. about that. Um, sheffield Wednesday got a 12-point penalty next season now, not this season, where if they'd have got it this season, Charlton would have stayed up. Right. okay. And apparently it was because the year field didn't follow their own rules and fold the charges too late. Oh, it's just...
2: So there's so much litigation in the game now, and then there's count the
1: litigation in there. It's just for me, football clubs should only be relegated by football, and and not by yeah. the the owners mismanaging a football club. Because actually, the people that get hurt more by relegation are the fans. That's right. Yeah. So, and un- until they sort that out, well, we digress. Next we up did. is the old uh, Maid Marion himself, uh, Mister One Point Five Percent. Uh, or whatever it is one pound fifty on the booking fee. He's put an uh, interesting debate last week on cartoon characters and Nigel stating he would be top cat. But what about Sean's character? Would he be Brain, Benny the Bull or Officer Dibble? Could he be Benny by the look well, could he be Benny by the looks of Lens drawing? <laughs> uh Benny was short though, wasn't round. Oh no, I think he was. Was he? Uh Cool. Remember him being blue. So um let's have a look. I know it's not great podcasts, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Google Benny the Ball just I'm to try sure because I'm I'm sure he was a Benny short, ball. short round. Let's uh, a well, Benny I mean. <laughs> let's have a look at Benny the Ball. Have Bull. a look at Benny the Ball. That's exactly how
2: I remember him. That's exactly how I remember yeah. him. Yeah, he's well, short. Be he's... He does look a bit like Sean, doesn't he? It does
1: isn't it? Yeah. Right there, T-Z. <laughs> <it. laughs>
2: <laughs> Should we call him Benny and see if he's listening to the podcast? Well,
1: actually? I mean, to be fair, we could call him Benny. One, to see if we he listens. Thing. And two, it's twofold, isn't he? Because he could be like Benny, Benny the bomb, from Crossroads. Or he could be Miss Diane. Miss right. Diane. He, he talked like that. Wasn't he? Benny was from Midlands, wasn't he? Yeah, well, Crossroads is in the Midlands, Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. He says more cartoon capers you mentioned, Penelope Pit Stop. But do you know what the buttons on a dashboard were? He's put I'll oh, tell you anyway. He said yeah, he did say that. He said they were hairspray, hairdryer, makeup, and wait for it, vibrator. He said, I well, kid you not Google it. They uh, were
2: quite naughty. These animators. I don't know who I get it from.
1: Well, it's it's a bit like Seaman Steiny being and now that were not No, that were tr- not true, was it? In Pugwash. No.
2: Roger the cabin boy. That I think that. <laughs> I think it was a cab I think that bit was true. Was it? Roger no, it bad. wasn't Roger. Was it? <laughs> I'm not so sure. But I mean, there's some naughty stuff going on in Scooby Doo. Was it? Yeah. Come on all about dope smoking, get uh, the munchies, talking dogs. Come on.
1: Well, it does say Roger the Cabin Boy in uh,
2: Captain of think, Punk Watch yeah, Wikipedia. Uh, I don't think it was Seaman Stains. Was it? it
1: does say, yeah, Seaman Stains as well. Does it? Master plates. i oh, not sure.
2: Master yeah. I mean it's naughty, isn't it? You know oh, what I mean? It's, it's yeah.
1: Well, yeah, but when you're a kid you don't know, do you? It can't be the, adults the, stuff in the time, fun. Sure. Yeah. Uh the maid Marion himself uh wonders on. He says, Is he right in saying the fixtures are out this week? Well Sean's not here. and um, I don't Apparently know. Apparently tomorrow. Is it really? Uh do you know which date the club has penciled in for return of social distance fans? I believe it's October. I'd imagine the government are going to push your head with it still because obviously Boris wants to kill us all, uh, because well, especially the Labour voters. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what it is. I, 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 you know, Sean's the one that'll bore us with that when he comes back. Yeah. Moving on, Christopher Dineen, my old mate from the market. How you doing, Chris? He says, hi, oh, Nigel. Hope you and the family are well. We are very well. I hope you and your boy are well and your missus, mate. He says, I miss our little chat Saturday morning in the market. When you're sorting the pie and mash trailer out. Well, Chris, when they open the bloody market, mate, that's the council for you. Nothing to do with us. I'm chomping at the bit to get back there. He's put, hello, Len. I think it's great you've hello. joined the show. Hopefully more of a regular spot will be open for you, I'm sure it is. He's been loving the sketches on YouTube since you started them and the Uh. film you made, Everybody's Second Team. Are there any more in the pipeline, fella?
2: Yes. Yes, there are. But it's a long pipe. It's a long pipe.
1: Well, all, all the better for tugging on. And just want to say a big thank you for still carrying on with the show, even though the season's ended. Well, what else are we going to do? Uh, also, I'd like to know your thoughts on Stuart Pearce. We've covered that, and he thinks it's great. So do I. All the best. BSL. out. Uh, there you go. It's Harry Taylor.
2: He's got, no, got no problem with gold, then.
1: No. Fair enough. Brady and Sullivan. I think, yeah. Fair enough. You know, out of three is the less offensive golden. Yeah. And he ain't got long anyway. Uh, Harry Taylor says, Good evening, gents. I hope you're both well. My question for you is, do you think it'd be a good idea if the club banned players from having social media accounts? Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't disagree. I don't think it would be possible to implement. But for example, whenever Rice tweets anything, loads of random rent boy Chelsea accounts reply with, Come to Chelsea. It's embarrassing to see. Another example, look at Bernardo Silva's last few tweets about Liverpool fans. Not seen them. What were they? don't know. Were they been dipping, I don't know, car stealing? What? I don't know. Obviously, it varies from player to player, but personally, I don't think it's a good thing. Fultz, uh, he's gone the full GSB outs. Good man. Uh, no, I don't think they should have
2: him. You're not asking much for people. Sportsmen not to pick their phones
1: up or whatever. Put your phone down, you're a footballer. Yeah. Put your phone yeah. down, take your headphones off, walk yeah. out there, sign the autographs, and put your club Talk suit to on. people. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. Bloody check suits with headphones on. Dear, oh dear. Cluffy'd never put up with it, mate, I tell no, you. No, you're
2: damn right
1: he wouldn't. <sighs> Paul Nolan. Go on, on. Sorry? Do you get a screen
2: report every Monday from your phone? Yeah. How long you've been looking at the phone? Yeah. Horrifying, isn't it? I I don't look at mine a lot, and I think it's horrifying. Do
1: you know what? I got it down. The best I got it down to was two hours, 20 minutes. Yeah. And recently, because I've not been working a lot. It's gone up, Was it? It's gone up to four hours. But I I will caveat that by I upped my data. Uh, I only had four gig a day. I'm going to 100 gig. So now I use my phone more instead of my laptop.
2: Oh, uh, right.
1: Yeah. Okay. So o- overnight, I'd always be sitting there with my laptop. Now, I just use my laptop for work or for, you know, when I'm doing videos or other stuff, research mm. and stuff like that. Oh, Paul Noland. Well, what does yours say then? Come on. I'm what, up to time, four hours at the moment. I think it, well, yesterday it said since four. I've been working from home,
2: yeah. like you say, um, it is uh, come. But I don't think it was the week just come but the week before, I done over five hours. And the worst thing about it is now, now I need been reading glasses to check my phone. So yeah. that's it's gonna it will come. No, you don't come back down. No,
1: you don't. You don't need glasses. Just don't look at your phone. No. Increase the font size. And it's great, because when people look at my phone, they go, fucking okay, hell, no, you blind? And I go, well, I am a bit now. I went, but I don't need my glasses to read my phone. Nah, no. Yeah, because I increased the font size. I'm going to have to look into that. Mate, it's good. When I, when I got or my eyes tested. put the phone down. Yeah. It's bad. I,
2: the thing is, I go around to see my mum on that, and I... Start looking at a little bit
1: of work comes in with a phone, and you know, people will ask me stuff on the website. I it, oh it's easy to do, it's easy, but that's why again I turn Twitter notifications off, so I only go into Twitter because we've noticed and I turn notifications off for everything Facebook a lot. Because when it yeah. pings up on your phone, it's easy to just touch it and go, All right, let's have a look. Where if it don't ping up on your phone, then you don't yeah. know, so you don't pick don't, the phone up.
2: Yeah, I don't have any notifications other than when people sort of uh, ask me a message on the website and yeah. I like to sort of... Well, that's, yeah, that's your work, was, though, isn't it? it? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: It's still a phone. Yeah. I don't use it for making phone calls. Do yeah. you? Actually, I, I do. We, did, we had a chat last night, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I do, actually, funny
1: enough. <laughs> yeah. I swung you last night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, did, it, you took a while to answer. I was wondering, did you think, what's that noise then? <laughs> what's the, no, what's, no. I thought, what's this I coming out of my phone? Like, <laughs> like this handheld thing. What's this handheld thing making yeah. a noise for? What's this making a noise? The, the thing is, I don't have a ring on my phone. So I also only have a silent vibrate. That's right. it. I don't have a ring on my phone. Because I don't like being disturbed by a ringing phone. So if you, if you get me, you're lucky. If not, leave a message. Don't leave a message. I don't know your number. You don't get the way back from me. Um, which probably explains why I'm sort of out of work at the moment. People are trying to book me to work, and I don't know who they are. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Paul Nolan says, uh, Shope is here, be, be, he's back from Cornwall. Well, that's good to know, isn't it? Uh, he, he can't believe, no, Sean. Uh, but it can't be difficult to call him from the Isle of Wight. I think he did offer, and we sort of said, Sean, for Christ's sake, enjoy your holiday, son. Uh, that's what we said, wasn't it? Um, Something like that, wasn't it? Well, we didn't. We didn't.
2: Say, oh no, please do it. No, John. yeah. We said, all right.
1: <laughs> you may all be regretting that now. I don't know, but anyway. Yeah, maybe. After this show, he says, but he's going to the Isle of Wight on Friday so he can make a call to check all communication works. Uh, all will right. it be on the Rainbow Warrior, Paul? Because uh, I hope you know that pod of, of, of basking whales was um, shown on the surfboard. Anyway, he says, good news. He says, Stuart Pierce, wise appointment, he thinks. He said, not really paying much attention to West Ham this week. Well, as you gathered, neither of them here, I Guess we've signed no one. Not a bad guess. Arrivals have no doubt spent a fortune already. Not a good guess. Quick question for you both. Have you been on the telly watching the Amers at live games? I have at least four times and they are all peachy. All oh, right. So, have you ever been on. Have you ever been watching West Ham at the game? Yeah. And appeared on telly. Yes. He says, first time he was with a girl on an early date, Brum in the Rumbelows Cup. Uh, Joe Cole come on and scored. Uh, Joe Cole's first goal for West Ham. uh, 2-1 win, I believe. He says, you see me and the girl go mad in the crowd. The ladies now, my wife. He said, second time was the FA Cup semi-final versus Middlesbrough. He says, he's behind the goal where Marlon scored. I was upstairs, mate. Third time, he's always busy, isn't he? Third time versus WBA on Sky Shit Game, and they zoom in on the crowd, and my phone goes, and everyone's telling me to cheer up. Fourth time, he said, this season, match of the day against Southampton. He's in the opening titles, blowing my cheeks out. That's what supporting the hours do. There you go. Finally, animation. Does anyone remember Hector's House and the naughty Zaza the Cat? Uh, I do remember Hector's House. Weren't that the one with the parsley, the uh, green lion? I've never watched
2: it, but what you said does ring a bell.
1: I I didn't watch Hector's House. I'm not sure Zaza the Cat. He says, uh, but anyway, beep, beep this video. You, You ever been on telly, Len? Um...
2: Think so I'm trying to think oh yeah well I was in the the film the Tool guy but I'm not not TV and films I've been in oh, all
1: right
2: um yeah the Tool guy they, they 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 filmed a um a um a scene at the hackney Empire actually oh it was a fundraiser night quite a clever thing to do that's Smith and Jones for you very clever guys. Um, that, that, that's what comes to my, my head there's other things as well but
1: no yeah. I don't think I've been I've, I've been I've been in the crowd obviously my favourite yeah. one used to be to tell Americans I was in Green Street and they'd go really really what scene was you in and I'd go well the bit didn't you see me in, when they were filming down Green Street you see me walking along and they're like, no, what? I said, you know, I was in a West Ham shirt, current and blue. You can't miss me. It was about 10,000 others. <laughs> <sighs> Get out of my way. Uh, I, I was on um, ITV did a, a question format uh, with, with like sports. I think it was Eamon Holmes. Mm. Golden Banks was on and there was a couple of others, and I was in the crowd, and there's a picture of me, because the local kebab shop, the best Turkish, the bloke who was running the best Turkish at the bowling recognised me, and when I went in with the kebab the next night, he went, I see you on telly last night, he went, you look bored. Uh- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was sitting in a... See, used... Someone
2: said that to me once. Yeah. I see you at the West End, going... On, on the... Yeah, I look bored. I was like yeah. sitting,
1: peering over there, they spoke, with, I think I, was, I had my West Ham mat on. And uh it, yeah, it was we we watched it being filmed this film studio off uh Tottenham Court Road. It was for Thames T V, but I, that was after Thames T V had finished, you know? They carried oh, on they're, uh, they're still going now.
2: Yeah. They've still got the the, the, the production company now. They? Oh, that right. would have been that's Howland Street, isn't it? Yeah, it was just off
1: Tottenham Court Road. Near, yeah,
2: yeah, near the um British Telecom yeah.
1: Tower. It was, it was like I think it came on after the news at ten. You know, but we—they filmed it earlier that night. Oh, I it, remember. Put it yeah, out. That's... I know they had Golden Banks on in the a couple. Of. He told a few good stories, and you got to ask him yeah. a question. I, I, you know, I just think I just sat there listening, and um, I can't remember. How, how, how we got tickets for that. Obviously, something. Uh, come up with it, but that's about it. I don't. I can't say. I. I uh, I think Norwich, and actually Newcastle away when Stan Lazaridis scored. They, they show the West Ham fans I up in the stadium, and I'm there in the middle, jumping up and down. Oh, nice. That's and that is the only one I can think of. <sighs> Martin, row, row, row your boat, or row sports. Take your pick. Evening noises. If we have a winning team playing good thing, football, he's preempted what we've said. Always coming. Do you think the fans will then like and accept the London Stadium?
2: Well, I think the the the, the break, you know, the football ban will help the London Stadium because you can only you can only visualise, if you like, return into one place, and that's the London Stadium. And when you visualise stuff, when you think about it in your head, if you want to go back, of course, unlike me, um, it will be naturally be more appealing to you. Just like if you know what you're going to have for dinner, if you think of your dinner, you will enjoy your dinner
1: more. Yeah. It's just the way things are, isn't it? I mean, I, I personally, I can't wait to get back. and it, and, and it's not to get back to the London Stadium per se is I can't wait to get back to going football
2: I can't wait to go back to normality football I'm not going to yeah. do this the, not going to do social distancing
1: the, one. The, it's it's not so much the football but all the it, it's the other stuff you know seeing you seeing other people loads yeah exactly of people. I'm and looking all, forward to that. That, that that stuff that's what um, really I want to I get back to yeah the football i could probably take all leave no don't fair. worry about the football bit <laughs> um, we'll see but winning team I d- we have a winning team d- yeah definitely I gave an interview to ITV here we go uh, 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 uh. Uh, last day of the season you can see it on YouTube if you look it up where I say and they asked me about atmosphere at the stadium and the fans and I said well the atmosphere stems from fans viewing what's on the pitch so if what they see they enjoy, it will create a better atmosphere. And I think that is a big problem. You get a winning yes. team, you probably keep 75% of the fan base happy. Yes. And it's just 25% of us miserable sods that will still sit there going, yeah, we've done well. Yeah, we've got in the Champions League, but I still want you to sell the club, you scumbags. <sighs> it's our old mate still. Yay! Cool, just still. He says, "Is the return of Pierce a good move, and is our left back problem now resolved?" Hey. He says, "Do you think Pierce will tell Masuraku in no uncertain terms just how crappy a defender is?" Well, you do it often enough, still. To be fair, he says, uh, "Do you think Sean Zolody will result in him having to visit the oversized men's shop in order to buy clothes that will fit him?" after he's eaten his way through every menu within eyesight. Well, if you get them two pork lines, mate, you're probably not far off from the truth. Mm. Uh, And I've seen him in a wetsuit. How do you feel, says Stelios, about the totally fabricated transfer stories about our players? I'm thinking the ridiculous rumour that broke that Anderson was going to Arsenal. Well, still, you did text me this, and the reason why I didn't really reply to that text properly was because, I must admit, not doing it. Uh, not really heard it. <coughs> I was obviously busy Sunday watching you do your Sean Whetstone impression on a Sunday night. And perhaps I'll get Still on next week if Sean's not about because yeah. he does a mean Sean impression. Um, does he? It, well, he does because he can talk for 45 minutes about stories that are absolute rubbish. <laughs> Here you go, Dean. So I think Still, I may sign you up for next week to come on. Uh, and he says, and finally, if the Premier League did mess up and inadvertently leaked the first day's fixtures, what do you make of West Ham yet again having to play the champions on the opening day of the season?
2: Mm. Well, it's not a coincidence, is it, then? I mean, look, I, I think it's all just fucking fixed, to be honest. It's, do you? Yeah. Really? Well, I think they've got some kind of template to sort of... To, stick it to we can't keep playing these big teams at the first day and having a uh, having no uh, Boxing Day. I actually saw Stills still talk about this. Um, we'll have the uh, no Boxing Day fixture again. It's not coincidence.
1: No, come but on. that, that the, the, the 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 thing about this is that this has been known, or this is something that. I've gone on about since before we moved about no Boxing Day fixtures. Uh, and and this is where the, if the club had been honest from the start, people would be over it. But every year they now, a certain section of the crowds, i.e. people like me, now go, who we got first? Who we got on my birthday? Are we away on Boxing Day? <laughs> oh, yeah. yes, we are. And Karen Brady will then come out and go, well, that's just the way the fixtures come out when we mm. all know
2: her nose is growing as she says it that
1: we all know that while it's not it's not set in stone, we will never have a boxing day it's not a rule or it's not a law we will never have a boxing day home game. but the facts are that while there is a shopping center next to our ground that has sixty thousand people going there on boxing day. The Metropolitan Police and London Borough and Newham would not want another 60,000 people turning up to watch a Boxing Day game.
2: So, what about QPR then? QPR the can get
1: 60,000. No, well, um, um, maybe. Westfield, yeah, uh, Shepherd's yeah. Bush, QPR, yeah. got White City and Wood Lane. Yeah, they have, yeah. So they're... But I
2: mean, that's still, not, not, for the police, that's still the same thing. You can get out Wood Lane and go to the back side. The yeah, Bergson but it's a bigger
1: distance away at the London Stadium. You're pushed to Stratford Station. Yeah, you are. So,
2: anyway, we it has been yeah. it's been—it's all rhetorical. We're not going to—never going to happen.
1: There you go. Uh, uh, I mean, as for—I don't think it's a fix. I think it's just the way the cookie crumbles. I'm not bothered. Do you play? You got to play. Everyone—it's a marathon, yeah, you not do. a sprint. Probably
2: and, better off playing the big teams early. It's exactly well, it's the way early I'm first in. day
1: because they'll only beat us two or three nil instead of five or six, <sighs> and like last
2: year when Man City beat us five or six, even I lost count. There was so much VAR. Do you remember the game? Oh, first well, game.
1: I mean, Man I, City they they disallowed um, Sterling's goal, and I, I looked at thinking because that was the first VAR, I think. Yeah, and we're like what have they disallowed that for? Because I was level with him and he was level. And then apparently, I don't know, was it one of his pubic hairs was offside? I don't know. I I think they then brought out, that's when they showed your match today that night with the ruler or I think it was like, obviously in the ground, we didn't see what was going on. So it wasn't until we got home, you see all this measure and you're thinking, really, you're doing that? obviously they were. Shambles (sighs) Shambles <sighs> Tim Sharman. Are you both renewing your season tickets or going for the loners 200 pound option? I think he's talking that's about option
2: three. It. Option three, yeah. I'm doing option three. Uh, can't, I can't face a socially distanced Stratford.
1: I'm 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 going, I'm banned five. They owe me 75 quid, it's only a couple of hundred quid, you know, to give them all yeah. the money. So, I'm going to do it. And then if I get picked out and I want to go, I'll go. If I, if I don't, I'll refuse the ticket. Simple as that. Yeah. Adam Levitt, good friend. When do pe- when do you think people will be allowed in the ground 100% capacity? So, when do you think social distancing at football ends?
2: I really don't know the answer to that. Do you? How do you think it's gonna go? you usually I'll stick more my neck out this. and
1: I and I think uh January, February time. But I am prepared for the full season. Not being out. Yeah. Personally, it's a tough one because because of the ballot and everything and how it works, I, I would preferred that no one was there until everyone could go. But Mm. I watched the snooker final and it was better with just a couple of hundred people there than when no one was there and they were doing the fake clapping or whatever they were using. Oh, okay. So I don't know if you watched the snooker, but...
2: No, I didn't. No, but... Actually, but I wouldn't have thought it would have mattered having no one there at the snooker. Well,
1: this is the thing, because they did the fake noise, but the it just seemed better we in on the final you could pick out a few faces sitting there. But I mean everybody, you know, we're talking proper social distance, you know. There was there was a couple of people sit together, then you had like six or seven seats empty. Uh Richard Dodds, his proper questions, he's going, All right me ansoms, how you doing? He says, Rice and deal going, Joe Art the Spurs, what a week off the fairy tables. Nigel, he says, one was Sean just to add fuel to the maids bonfire on money earning interest. If you were to invest in certain notes in financial world to a maximum of 250 grand, they will offer you 5.5% interest a year for six years. And currently some financials are offering 3.5% on 10 to 30 million investments. So in six months, that's a nice million for nothing. I think what Dodds is talking about, people, is where we've gone on about. If all the season ticket holders cough up the full whack, you're giving the club 20-odd million pounds, which they will then bank, earn interest on, and give you the money back as each game is played, and then they get to keep the nice of it all. Because remember, they can't go and don't listen to Sean. They cannot take the 25 million and spend it because they've got to give it back. So it's got to be ring-fenced. So it'll be put into a separate account and kept and dripped back in. he's put uh, if you invested in tesla or facebook in march you would have trebled your money he said so i'm sure they have advisors who can make money nigel he says last week you admitted you had been wrong and apologized can you think of any other time that you have apologized for getting something wrong and have you sorted any therapy to get over this you apologised last week? I did. I apologised for naming the uh, the chairman of the West Ham United Supporters Club. Oh, yes. Right, well, you did, yeah. I attended a meeting. Uh, I, I did apologise. I should not have named him. I stand by everything I said, even after his snidey email, and people can tell him I've said that. There you go. I've said it. I was, why did you have to ask that question? See, I would have got away with it, and now he's going to know, and now it carries on, and it's backwards and forwards. No, just it just don't
2: end, does Have
1: I apologised? Always, if I think I'm wrong, I'm a man, I will stand up and apologise. The fact I don't get a lot wrong, ain't my fault, is it? No. Yeah? He says, what do you think about the latest news that our badge was rated as one of the worst in the league? Not seen it, Dodds. Not really keeping up no, with it. He says, And the Crystal Palace badge is one of the best. Which badge do you think is the best in the league? Ooh, contentious. Have you got one? You can't choose West Ham's. What is the best no, badge? I wouldn't choose that. Well, I'm trying to think, going
2: back to my uh, football sticker days, yeah. I used to like the Night in the Forest badge. Really? That one that used to stick out. Yeah. What, just the tree? With the wavy, the tree and the wavy forest thing. Yeah. Designed by a fan, you know. I think
1: he earned about £2. Oh. There's nothing like that for that. Um, badge. I mean, I, I, funny enough, I like the Crystal Palace badge with the eagle. Yeah, the eagle were on top of a uh, the, castle, wasn't the, the story is, I think, though, that In the palace. they were known as the Glaziers. Yeah. Because they always had, obviously, the Crystal Palace. Uh, yeah. On I remember that. So, I think it was Malcolm Allison. And they played in Carrot and Blue. And I think it was Malcolm Allison that changed them to Red and Blue.
2: Right. Because they were, yeah, they lacked an identity, didn't they?
1: Yes. And I think it was him that came up with the Eagles as well. I think it was Malcolm Allison. Sounds like... And I, it's interesting to think you think he was like a West Ham, you know, mm. legend. son, Son of West Ham. I think he would have loved to have managed West Ham. Mm. And the fact that, you know, whether, when he went to Palace, he thought, Claret and Blue, West Ham, we're not. We're going to be Red and Blue. Because if you think about it, I don't think there's any other teams that playing Red and Blue. So he was a bit ahead of his time, wasn't he? In the mm. the way he remarketed Crystal Palace.
2: Yeah. And of course, they became, strangely, they got dubbed the team of the 80s when yes. Venable. And actually, it was probably us to become the team of the 80s. At least started off that way. And they didn't become the team of the 80s because they went up the year we won the Cup.
1: No, they went up the year before. Sorry. Did they? Yes. I thought the year we won the Cup, they went up. No, they went up uh, 79. Uh, I'm going to really impress you with my knowledge now. So they had Kenny Sampson, Vince Illaire.
2: No, good
1: team. Murphy, Dave Swindler up front. Yeah, Murphy, Cannon, yeah. John Burrage in goal. Um, you said
2: Vince O'Leary, didn't you?
1: Yeah, Billy Gilbert was at the back. Martin Inchelwood. Uh, Azelhurst, was he there? Was he? Who? Was one called Azelhurst? Azel Woods, Mark, was it Azel Mark? Azelwood. Azel Mark Azel you've Wood. got Dave Swindler, who so I said Dave Swindler, Swindler, who front yeah. with them. They did sign... Uh, so that's the team that got him up um, basically my mum's boyfriend at the time was Crystal Palace fan in the, in the late 70s Stripey Nigel so <laughs> guess who used to go over Crystal Palace as well oh it's all coming out now <laughs> isn't it <laughs> hey. uh, did you not see that photo of all them mugs I sent and I had one at the back oh right okay that makes sense now yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it was a Palace mug. <laughs> oh, dear. dear, that, it, it, it was, uh, That's how I know so much about Crystal Palace, because uh, I, 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 I probably still do have a soft spot for Crystal Palace there, I've said it. They're
2: inoffensive, aren't they?
1: They are inoffensive. They
2: get me tits now
1: that the fans get me. Well, I quite enjoy their, I their, their ultras. I think they, they, it brings a bit of life to it, to the to the crowd. And to the to Sellers park, oh, and I like Sellers well park, done. it's the, the viewers' like crap park, yeah. I, for, for many reasons. But one reason is where we met for the first time.
2: That's exactly, yeah.
1: And do you remember? See, yeah, I do Yeah, there you go. I'll never forget that.
2: We won the game, didn't we? Uh, or was that the two all game? That was
1: the two all game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, thanks to Gonzalo yeah, Uh, yeah, according to a few sources, a transfer band's coming today for the outstanding. Hala payment is not paid. Are we embarrassing or what? Uh, this and the funny thing is. First of all, it's a misunderstanding, and then once that had been, you know, the end of the season turned up and they still didn't pay it. We then find out well, actually, the truth is we've got no money. We're skin, yeah. which is what we we're saying. another misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah, it, but it was why we're not buying players and everything else. So you know, they've obviously done the the the. the Payday loan to give it a phrase, but the overdraft agreement we can probably draw against that and pay the five million. The only or thing, give I them the jetty money, give them your jetty money, I got it. yeah. Or for the life of me, what well, the problem with your jetty money if chances are done normally, they're paid out over the life of the contract. Would sell give us five million up front but that because it. they want their remember, this ain't settling the debt, this is just paying a part of the debt. So what happened to the 30 million quid? That's what I would to know. Because you would have thought if it was to keep the club going and the Sky money. So they must have had that by now. But I'm not a finance man. We leave that to them. No. Sean. So, uh, is that the end? No, it's not. Do you know why it's not? Go on. Greetings from Holiday. What is the latest oh. about Hugu and this QPR rumour? He's got a question for Nigel. He says, What's your favourite fish to eat? Lied it today, it's called cod. Uh, <laughs> and to be fair, it's the only fish I eat, all right? Uh, unless the fish shop has fobbed me off with that Vietnamese cod, whatever it's called. Uh, he's got a question for Len. He says, What is the hardest feature on a portrait to draw and get right? If this is Sean, I'll take it. <laughs> this is. Sorry, people. It, did I not say this is Mr. Whetstone from the Isle of White?
2: What's the hardest to draw? The hardest or,
1: feature on a portrait to draw and get right. Uh,
2: the. The jewel, really. Kind of. Uh, uh, there's been a few people who of, have. Of, um, Sent me. I like to have my um uh the photographs that I draw from straight on, and that is the reason is the, you need to define a jaw, a, a jaw or a chin. So if someone's from the side and they're a bit tubby like Sean, mm-hmm. you got a it gives them kind of a defined jaw line, and it doesn't suddenly it changes the shape of your face. So the the, the jaw line really. And it's also hard to do double
1: chins because really you only want to do one line. Of course, cool, so Sean must have been tough. To be fair, I mean, fact, Luckily, he's got his, he's got the lovely picture of of him that you done as his Facebook avatar. Yes, so, he's got the thin one
2: though, hasn't he? He doesn't put the no the, what he really looks no,
1: like. No, he hasn't got the round face one on. No, no. The, this is the one that's passed the uh, the, the sharing test. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> he, he wants to show Shireen the photo of him in the wetsuit.
1: Oh, well, yes.
2: Blimey, talk about love is blind. You <laughs> want it to stay that way if you saw that photo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh,
1: dear. Dear, oh, dear. He, he did finish put, have fun, guys. Well, I think we've had fun. Oh, we've had fun. Uh, and thus, I believe, I'll just double check. Oh, do you know what? Tell a lie. Got a late late one, have we? Yes, we've got a late one. Oh dear, here we go. Who is it? This is from Mark Reaper on Twitter.
2: Mark Reaper? The Mark Reaper. Oh, no, obviously not the Mark. Ah, oh, I spoke to him once. Did you? He ta? thought I was a footballer. And what did he say? It was it was the game after What position do you play? He started talking to me, He thought I was a footballer he thought you recognised me and started talking to me and Julian Dick said I ain't got a clue who he is, he's not a footballer. And I wasn't. I was down in my local golf club and they turned up. And it was, I think it, I don't know if it was after the Tottenham game where Julie and Dick smashed that penalty away. But I, I tend to remember that we won a game that kind of kept us up. So they were all in a good mood. And I was already down there because I was, I, was uh, I think I was working, l- doing the late for someone. Might have been working on the pitch, actually. Oh. I was working late at an agency in um later on so I went, I went over the driving range in the morning and they were down there and of course I started I don't know who I started talking to first and he thought I was a footballer Mark Reaper in Pat and Green remember that and he said to June See, what is this guy I can't remember his name and I did oh, I ain't got a clue he is don't even know him." <laughs> there you go oh. not a great story
1: didn't did say it. it was just Pixels
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you.
1: <sighs>
2: so, who, what was the who's, who's
1: put a question in? Right. Last? So, W H U Mark Reaper were on Twitter. Who's, oh, that's right. Yeah. Who's, who's West Ham? <laughs> I tell you, I met Mark Reep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've not said. <sighs> no. Who, who goes by the name West Ham Kevin? <laughs> okay. So, so, well, there you go. Uh, so, it's Kevin Mark Reaper says, question for the pod, please. Yesterday, he did this, by the way. See, so he's on the ball. Uh, but I do got know on. that Mark Reaper don't have Facebook. So, and I think he got upset that we called it Facebook, Twitter, question time. never gone on Twitter and ask. So, he, he came to me direct and said, question for the pod, please. When signed, senior sources revealed most of the transfer was paid up front. Uh, more recently, senior sources have said the opposite and significant installments aren't to be paid. Which version of the Halafi is correct? Uh, whoa, the fact is... Obviously
2: I, not the first yeah, one.
1: not the first one. We didn't pay... I, I don't. There's not many transfers, modern-day transfers, where a club can buy a player for £30 million and go, there's your £30 million. The, when you Do look you at... recall the, where this came from, this rumour? Well, it's probably some website that gives news yeah. and content. Yeah, you know. But, yeah, an advert. Yeah, an advert. <laughs> the, 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 the big telltale sign to how good a club is doing financially is look at their accounts and look at what they're owed in transfer fees against what they're owed out. So if they owe out more than what they're owed, there's a discrepancy. So I think in West Ham's last accounts, it was something like we owed £85 million. Pound and was only owed 15 or 20 you can see where the loss of money is for this year now I ain't no accountant and that's just the way I tally it off myself sounds good though doesn't it Mm. convincing there you go thank you very much and then also what have we got here Someone from the more than just a podcast tweeted, there was no podcast on Monday. Sean is on holiday and the others are not very odd organized. There yeah, may no be a really. podcast today or tomorrow or not all, depending if me and you could get their asses in clear. And it, I'm glad to see, you can see I don't go on Twitter all day. I've got loads of notifications that you piped up and put him back in his box. Yeah. Well done. Uh, and thus... We ended. had a West Ham evening, we? did we? have a West Ham evening. We did. We won't tell anyone nope. about it. Though. And thus ended Facebook, Twitter, question time, people. Whew. There you go. I never thought we'd do it, but we've done it. Do you know what? How long have we gone? Oh, that's a two-hour one. Two hours, mate. My, it's
2: our fault. Look, it, this falls firmly at my feet now.
1: Well... I'm the only common denominator. Uh, well, possibly. Possibly. Listen, the way I see it is normally when me and Sean are left our only devices, just the two of us, we, we can knock three hours out. Oh, easy. So um you know, but it's easy done. Stelios Sunday night, look at him. You know? He'd go blimey. on the You know, he he had he had did you see his ratings? As I ratings. said, to him, I don't think anything was good on Telly Sunday night. I think he peaked at like a thousand watching and one go, and he had five thousand yeah, really? views. Oh, I watched you know? it the morning after. See, it, I'm telling you, you know, our United people—they're on the up. They're on the up. They're—they're they're already up to Channel Five standards of West Ham United's uh, social media accounts. Vicious. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, cutting, cutting. I'm telling you. So I don't know what that makes me then. Who's on? I'm like, I nearly said I'm like the milkshake of Channel 5, but I think that sounds a bit rude, doesn't it? Um, I I don't watch Channel 5, so I don't know what's on there to be fair. I forgot all about it. Yeah, it's still there, apparently. I don't think I've ever seen it. When they started, I think they had Suggs used to do like a karaoke show on a Saturday night, and I used to enjoy that. Christ. Uh but that's going back to Winter. Very highbrow, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well yeah, they're not now are they? They're like Allo T V and it's like Allo magazine, it's all this and that and whatever. But anyway, that's the end of the show, people. Um I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you stuck with it. We've missed Sean a bit, but not really yeah. much. But just a bit where we get to take the piss out of him. Yeah.
2: Oh well.
1: Back again. How we do we
2: finish how do we finish this podcast? Well, the, the theme tune comes in. Shall I, shall I sing the theme sing, tune?
1: Can you sing the theme tune? You yeah. can be the Danny <laughs> Walker.
2: <forward laughs> if you could sing in the morning, just the podcast bit would be fine. Right, okay, so, so I'll do, do the I'll do the simple, symph synthesizer symph- symph- thing. like right. morning, <laughs> just the podcast. <laughs> Uh, oh, More than uh, just a
1: podcast. <coughs>
2: That's about as much as my throat can handle. And then Sean goes, "Bye." Yeah. And then they play them up. And play. Thing.
1: Oh, that was good. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, that was a, actually, no. that was a part of old rubbish. That was cack. It that was shit. awful. That was awful. I ain't watching that again. Oh, GSB out. Bobby Moore. More than just a
0: podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could've been a lot better. I didn't really
2: like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!
0: Hold up!